on the BetQL network. King Kenny Albert on the call yesterday. What a what a football game in Baltimore yeah. with the Ravens and Browns. I I mean, like it, we've seen bigger deficits overcome both this season and like myriad times that in the in like the years you and I and like you the listener viewer that we've been watching football. That's a a pretty shocking comeback. Baltimore up 14 on Cleveland at home losing to the Browns 33-31. Just an absolute absolute crazy uh, turn of events there. Um the Bengals lose yesterday to the Houston Texans. The Steelers win and cover somehow at home against the Green Bay Packers setting up Ken and these are actually the first two games in the rotation that we're going to talk about here in P squared B squared like titanic matchups in the AFC North. Thursday night with the Ravens and the Bengals in Baltimore, and then Sunday with the Browns and the Steelers in Cleveland. All of these potential playoff teams in the AFC, pretty, pretty nuts. Um, any, anything you want to say about the Browns-Ravens game from yesterday or Steelers-Packers, and then we can kind of like delve into the actual games and the handicaps of those games, and then we'll get to the rest of the slate, obviously, as well. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, just how high leverage they were. Uh, I had a comment during the Sunday show. Yeah, during the Sunday show that we clipped off. And the comment was something like, hey, you know, you look at the MVP market and the three three of the four biggest favorites, uh, so Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Mahomes, are all off this week. So it wasn't like, go bet the other players. It was just, if you like someone else and you think they're going to pop today, like they're going to gain a lot on three players who aren't playing. And basically, like Burrow and Lamar had a chance to improve their MVP case. They both got a chance. They both choked on it. Honestly, you know, Burrow didn't win the game. They lose to the Texans and Lamar blows a 14 point lead has his worst statistical game of the year. And they lose to Cleveland and it, it sets up and I'm going to just keep kind of referencing this. I think what can be like one of the great MVP races, not because the players are good because all the players are flawed. I think it actually sets up like one of the most interesting markets we've ever seen in that award. And part of that happening was, Lamar came into this week as wasn't the betting favorite everywhere, but was like one of the betting favorites. You read all the midseason content. He got the most votes by far. Everybody said he was the MVP at the midseason point, and he goes out and he does that. Hmm. And it's like, all right, well, Joe Burrow was kind of like the the late bloomer, the guy who could come on late and maybe get a big record and win. They lose at home to Houston. Now they may, now they may miss the playoffs. And the third part of that comment from Sunday, and you and I are on the opposite side of this game, but it has to be said that there now Lamar puts up that game Burrow puts up that game there is a lot of oxygen here if Josh Allen goes out and has a monster game against the Denver Broncos tonight in the MVP conversation I mean he's like 20 in some places first of all with that performance he's more likely to win than Burrow by the way like already like he doesn't have to play tonight he's more likely to win than Joe Burrow is like they're way behind the eight ball record wise and you just go man like that's the last guy who had a chance to kind of really catch up to these other players in terms of like team record and statistics. And are, are, are they going to go zero for three? Like the, the kind of contenders against the teams with the bigger records, because guess what? Guess who comes back this week? All three of them. Dolphins a very likely win at home this week against the Raiders. They're a 10 point favorite. And then the two MVP favorites play each other on Monday night. Like that game could literally just be winner wins MVP. Cause all these other guys just don't win. Like that's what happens. So yeah, just my, my thought about those two games. I think you did a good job just framing like how crazy the games were, but they were high leverage for like the most important award, award that the league hands out. And there are like eight quarterbacks, honestly, kind of like tripping over each other and stumbling around trying to get this MVP. And nobody 
seems to be able to put together the flawless case to do it yet. Now, maybe somebody can do it out of their bye or whatever, or the winner of Monday night's game. But yeah, that was one of my thoughts off those games. Um, I have I have a question about MVP, and then we'll get to the games in a second. So you mentioned, you know, it's a bunch of flawed candidates going for MVP. And just the yeah. three guys that will come off by coming up this week in Week 11, Tua Vailoa, like definitely a flawed candidate in that whenever they play a good team, they lose. And we'll see if that happens yep. in the second half of the season. But that, that would be kind of like Tua's bugaboo, right? From Mahomes, who's the favorite, and like I think deservedly the favorite, uh, like the stats aren't, aren't what they've been. Like he's not putting and up the, the, the eye-popping – and the defense yeah. is great, right? Which kind of like takes a little bit away from, look, we can all acknowledge that Mahomes is the best player while also acknowledging that like his statistical profile is not what it's been in past years. I guess the one thing that I would say would be, is is Jalen Hurts a flawed candidate? Like, is he actually flawed? Like, is that, a, or, or is he? <laughs> well, <laughs> so that's part of it. Oh, he, well, I mean, well, I mean, he right. was like, maybe, right. maybe, I mean, they're also on by. So like, and also like he's yeah. still performing really well, even his, with like the, his, the his stats game. aren't, his stats aren't close to the top guys, though. Like, you throw in his rushing touchdowns, like the one-yard pushes that they get a lot of the time, and the, the profile looks better. But, like, Tua is by far the leading passer in the league, right? Well, it's Tua and Stroud now that Stroud played that way yesterday. Like, they're the leading passers in the league in terms of just, like, yards and touchdowns and everything. It's like, Hurts, I, I would argue that just like Mahomes... They they check the box of team quality, which you're always looking for. I mean, the number of wins the MVP winner has usually is a very high number. And they're the two most likely teams, Chiefs and Eagles playing Monday night. They're the two most likely teams to get that big record and to have that MVP winner. Um, but statistically, both guys are not what they need to be kind of to like not not they, they can both win with those numbers it's just to put away everybody and make it like an easy choice they they both i think have to play a lot better statistically and, and obviously that'll start monday um we have a couple pieces of like quarterback breaking news here like we usually don't the last couple of mondays i feel like we've had like a lot of stuff we have a decent amount of stuff right now and i don't think it's stuff that we have to like delve into like deeply right now but just for our live right. audience here worth noting uh sean mcveigh addressing the media as the rams come off their bye uh, McVay says that Matthew Stafford is expected to start this weekend when the Rams host the Seattle Seahawks. I'm curious, Ken, if there's been like any any movement on on that game in the market, or maybe the expectation was Stafford was. It, it felt like felt to me like the expectation that was a number like it's he's playing Seattle, a very short favorite, not three. Like that's still where we are in the market right now. All right, so Matthew Stafford expected to play. Carson Wentz would be his backup. Um, and if you're holding like Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua in fantasy. Yes, <laughs> much needed here. Uh, and we also have, yeah, well, we'll see. And uh, so Robert Salas addressing the media, telling reporters that he's sticking with Zach Wilson as a starting quarterback. And this isn't even like, great, like, what's he going to do, play like Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon? I guess they could. I mean, the guy, these guys are bad too. Salah adding about Zach Wilson, he's actually playing pretty well. Like, I'm just, I'm just wondering... Like, do you think Joe Douglas, the Jets GM, is like standing behind Salah, like like with a gun pointed at his back? Like he's, right. I, I feel like he's like a hostage. Like he's being held hostage, being like forced to say, say he's things making that, progress. Say he's like, getting better. Because like let's like let's call a spade a spade here. This isn't splitting the atom. I don't think anyone's just going to disagree with me. Like watch Robert Sala watch Zach Wilson play. What and then you watch Zach Wilson play. Does anyone think he's playing well? I'm not trying to like to like pile on the kid here. Like maybe he's a nice guy. Like he doesn't have it. Everyone knows it. Like why don't they just bench him? Like this the situation is like is weird. It's getting weirder too. Like you got to sit this kid down. Um and they're like sticking with him and they're like lying to everyone's face. Yeah, he's actually, oh yeah, you know the game that you watched last night when like he was brutal? Yeah, he's actually pretty good. What? He is? Okay. Uh, good, good luck. Good luck with that, Dad. Good luck with that, Jets. All right. 
Uh, let's get to our handicap now for Week 11 in the National Football League. We'll at least begin our conversation on the Ravens and the Bengals. Guys, take it away. P-squared, B-squared, Week 11 in the NFL. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens. Get out your pencils. Get out your b- blood? Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option. And it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. Well, you know, sometimes we start off these P-squared, B-squareds on Monday, and it's like, well, here's the Thursday night game, and it's actually like the worst game that's ever going to be played. See, last week, for example, uh, Panthers v. Bears in Chicago. This week, we actually have a certified banger. Uh, Speaking of blood. I have have, a... the Rams are getting bet a little bit on my bet MGM screen, like still under Seattle favored under three, but just off off that news, just to pay that off a little bit. We'll we'll talk about it over the course of the show. Um, great game on Thursday night. I think Al Michaels will be excited for this one, as the seven and three Ravens coming off their last second loss to the Cleveland Browns, in like mystifying, stupefying fashion, host the five and four Cincinnati Bengals, who are like. Kind of like season on the brink here, a little bit for Cincinnati here entering this game, like with the way the rest of the AFC is shaping up. So Baltimore at seven and three, Cincy at five and four. Ken, the number at BetMGM, the King of Sportsbooks, our show sponsor. Ravens a three and a half point home favorite. The total here is forty six. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Initial thoughts on one of the biggest games of the week in the NFL: the Ravens and the Bengals on Thursday night. Seems like Cincinnati's really up against it in this game, health wise too. Okay, Chase is going to play, but like, and he caught Burrow made that phenomenal touchdown throw to him yesterday, obviously, where he gets away from everybody, rolls to the left, and and like bombs it deep down the field. So it's not like Chase is, you know, going to be 10% or something, but like a short week with that, get him ready for another, another game. Doesn't look like T. Higgins is going to play this week. Hendrickson, their best pass rusher, suffers like the most freak injury you can imagine. Just like a, a guy tumbles in, he's just not looking during a, a break in play. And a guy tumbles into his knee, takes it out, looks like he's going to be out this week. Like that's, I, and the, the, you know, the funniest thing is despite all that, like this number opened four and the first move was towards Cincinnati. Like, isn't that just so interesting, right? Like you think of the health of both teams and maybe how each team's going to come into the game. And yet it's like, well, more, more than three with Burrow probably just seems like an appealing proposition maybe to a lot of people at division you have a ton of familiarity between the teams the Bengals have played very well in this matchup historically if I remember or is is this the one that I always get these cross matches wrong the Browns own the Bengals and I think the Bengals usually play really well against the Ravens I think that's that's correct Uh, so I, I don't you know uh, it's just it's a Beat very them in the interesting playoffs setup last year with Tyler, with Tyler right. Huntley starting the game, obviously. But yeah, right. Like it's not it doesn't all have to be like everyone's fully healthy. And so the Bengals win all the games, just like in general, the way the series has gone. So people took that four. I, I disagree. Like I, I, I like the Ravens in this game and it's not like trying to overreact to what happened. It just feels like a an incredibly bad situation for Cincinnati that's just not fully being baked into this number. Like four and a half, I'd even be like, uh, like all right, I guess it's okay. This number seems short, which is kind of how Cincinnati's gonna go into the game. Maybe Burrow does it again, but I, I think I'm gonna end up betting Baltimore. I kinda wanted to see how far this crashed. What's your best guess as to where this number will go? As we approach the how does it not go up? Right but now. I would I would I was surprised it went down to start with. Like, I, why would it go down to start with? Like the all, the injury stuff is all anti Bengals. That's all it is. It's so Hendrickson, last, it's Higgins, it's Chase's less than hundred percent. Like it's those three things. La- last night I saw three and a half. This morning I saw four, and then I saw three and three and a half before the show. Uh, 
Very interesting. Well, we'll we'll start next hour. We'll be on stadium. We'll do a little bit more on this game with the Ravens and the Bengals on Thursday, and then we'll transition to Sunday. I mean, you have the, the black and blue division. How about the Browns and the Steelers coming up on Sunday in Cleveland? Hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side on a magnificent football Monday.